said uh, UFO. <laughs> That's why. I <clears throat> I didn't expect the mini fridge to be so loud, but I guess in a quiet room, in a quiet small room, it's louder yeah. than you think it would be. So you're playing here, you, you record drums in here when you track like midi drums yeah i uh when i uh the first ep that i did it was on on that kit there and the second one was on mm -hmm. that kit but it was with a a triggered bass because the fucking bass that i have on that one went out it looks pretty nice from fucking hitting it it's actually a funny story are we are we uh are we recording oh okay this is crazy yeah. so that's yeah. actually a funny story behind that by the way thank you lucha for coming out bro yeah, i appreciate that shit let me get that knuckleball wow But happy oh, Friday Yeah <laughs> Happy Friday Fit, Episode 52 A year in Is awesome I already talked about this last episode But That Elisa's kit That I used for the first EP And, and the second EP uh, The the story behind it was I moved into an apartment mm -hmm. At one point Because uh, before we had a house uh, Me and my mom And you know We had to sell the house blah, blah, And we had to find an apartment And I don't want to You know, get rusty. You know, you don't play your instrument. No, of course. No. You, you, you're not good. And like for me, oh yeah, I'm just gonna go to Guitar Center all the time. Like that wasn't. All the know. percussive instruments there, they suck to play in. Yeah. In apartments. I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean people are gonna complain. You know what I'm saying? And I just didn't want to deal with that. Plus it was like hardwood floor, so mm -hmm. I'd have to find a good carpet. I don't want to scratch the floor up and then we fuck up the you know the deposits no, no. or whatever. You don't want to deal with that shit. So I was like, man, I need to get an electric kit. And so I was looking, man, you know, as as you can, I mean, they're not cheap. No. No, I mean, they're not cheap at all. I mean, like, if you want to get a good one, you're looking at, at you know, a couple, almost a thousand bucks at least. No. If you want to get, like, But a decent one. Being honest, if you do some research, you can transform, like, an acoustic kit in a electric one, you know, with triggers. triggers. Yeah, and you change the... How you call it? The the tops part, the top part of uh, the the heads. The heads. There you yeah. go. You can change the, the head for maybe mesh, like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They make heads they, specifically and for they that. And right? they are they don't make any sound like like a, nothing. So you expend like two hundred dollars in a cheap kit, and then you trigger it out. Trigger everything, and that's it. Huh. That's that's actually pretty smart. It, well, you have to work a little bit, but. You still gotta find a way to trigger the symbols. That'll be the tricky part for me. Yeah, you probably yeah. just have to buy symbols to be honest. You, you can buy them, or or you can make something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. know. That'd be tricky. You can make the the, the kid. Like maybe that. if you have like like suspended toms and you hit it and it's the symbol, <laughs> but that would be super fucking ridiculous That's to play. Good, that'd be that'd be crazy. But I needed I needed a kit, and you know I was like, mm -hmm. um, fuck, I don't know. I was like 18 or 19. I didn't really have cash like that, so. But I did have this thing that I knew was worth money. I had a, a Beatles ticket stub, like the Beatles, mm -hmm. a, a, a ticket stub from one of their shows uh, from 1964, dude. Wow. The first show they ever played here in U.S. It was at the Washington, D.C. Uh, it was February, some shit like that. It was right after they did the Ed Sullivan show. So it was like a big deal. I looked this thing up, like how much it was selling for and stuff. I saw it wasn't in, in New York? It was in Washington D.C. Washington, right? yeah, Washington oh, okay. D.C. Yeah, the I know why in New York like that. went crazy. Yeah, uh, but no, this is a. It was a February something, 1964. I know. Um, but yeah, so I had this ticket stub, man, and I, I found it in a storage unit in like mm -hmm. a scrapbook that someone made with like newspaper clippings and stuff from from the 60s about the Beatles and stuff. I guess they loved the Beatles, and they had a fucking ticket stuff man so I, i i didn't give a fuck about anything else dude i was like i'm keeping this ticket stuff because this shit is worth money bro and i protected that shit from when i was like 12 years old 
till I was like 18 or 19, and then I decided to sell it, dude. I got a thousand bucks for that shit. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, you know, at at the time, you know, it was hard, and still now I think like, oh man, maybe I should have kept it, but like. The amount of time that I put in on the kid and the fact that I got to record my first two EPs with it and everything, to me, it was worth it in the end, you know? like Of course. I'm sure if all the Beatles die, then it'll, it would no, be I'm worth a lot more money <laughs> and all that shit. But, like, at the end of the day, I'd still be holding on to it because Paul and Ringo are both still, <laughs> still with us. They're still alive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, not, not in a shitty way, but you know what I mean? <laughs> it, it, it would. And... I don't know. That I guess. Um, no, man. I love those guys. No, I, I went to see awesome. Paul McCartney, yeah. and I was almost crying there. Really? It was like oh, crazy. It's I don't know that feeling. You know, seeing there's a Beatle in there playing. Dude, it's still what's playing. wild is uh, my cousin Lennon in New York. He's a you know he was a messenger and he was mm -hmm. doing a message run one day and he saw that someone was setting up to play on like the roof. Some, some like a rooftop show in Times Square type shit like a free show mm -hmm. and he was like oh who's gonna play and they're like it's Paul McCartney he was like what and Paul wow. McCartney just pulled a, did a fucking set on the rooftop and they just squared it off dude and that's what it's like living in New York it's yes. fucking crazy he's just he's like he just got to see a Paul McCartney show wow yeah <laughs> it was wild my cousin Lennon shit yeah. like that would never happens here I know I've been living in New York for like I, I lived in New York for two years and I always wanted to go to to his house. He has a like a mansion in Long Island. Oh wow! Um, what's the name of this? Lucha wants like, to break into Paul McCartney's house. You heard yes. very first. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal some bases. exclusive. That's fucking crazy. Uh, why, yeah. What is it that made you such a big fan? You've been listening to them since you were like a kid. Yeah, yeah, I've been listening like a lot. Because your parents uh, always Beatles. Yeah. And also, my wife is super fan yeah. of the Beatles. Everyone yeah, she, that she I talk to hates the Beatles. Well, you, need, you need better friends. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. But you can love them. You can hate them. But the, the, the true thing is they build all this music, magical music that is... is I don't know how to explain it right now. It's no, I know exactly. It's what you something mean. that they they started like everything. They started like trying new things in the studio, and there, there's no way they they created like almost new sounds from from scratch. You know, and they were a studio. They were like a studio band. They play more. They record more albums. They live. They, yeah. They don't even play lives, so right now they're Paul McCartney is playing more live than when he was with the Beatles. So is he uh, is he doing Beatles material or is he doing more yes. Paul McCartney solo? Yes, stuff? he's he's playing a lot of Beatles. The the last show the, the show that I went it was like a where did you see him and um, American Airlines arena. Oh shit! When when though? When, like, I feel like I would have heard. I when think Paul last McCartney last came. year. Damn, dude! I didn't I didn't know. Yeah, I would have gone to that shit. Yeah. It was pretty expensive. Man. Fuck! Yeah. You don't want to say uh, how much? How much? I was on the floor and it was like almost like almost three hundred dollars each. Each, yeah. El diablo. I mean, I want to go to see the Rolling Stones and Elton John. Also, you're used to paying a lot of money for this shit. But you know, the Rolling uh, Stones are like known for charging a fuck ton of money. The, yes, their floor tickets are four grand. And up. Yeah. So, but how long are they gonna play? Like twenty, thirty years more? 
No. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think, that, I think you never know. <laughs> Mick Jagger's on borrowed time as it is. <laughs> yeah, that seems kind of a stretch. He, 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 Even he saying like, a year or two seems kind of a stretch. Yeah, he mm. he probably like owes like life to the devil or something. I, somehow, yeah, he's stealing the life uh, juice of other people or something, man. I don't know. But uh, the thing is, too, is uh, apparently he's really healthy now that he works out. He does yoga. Like, he eats healthy oh, and shit. Yeah. So there's definitely, like, secrets to, to getting that old, like, staying healthy and shit. Yes. Things that we are not doing. Yeah, exactly. All. I mean, there's people like LeBron James who, like, they have people cook the meals and fucking they get certain times of the day, caloric intake count, all that shit. Like, what nutrition they get on a daily basis. Like, shit that you would never think about. Yeah, they they have a, the, the, this huge list to do every day. You yeah. Know? So you have to check everything, and you're going to be okay. But, you know, you're always busy. Yeah. It's like that. It's you crazy. have to be in movement. Uh, a lot of successful people are like that, though. Like, I feel like that's yeah. something you have to be willing to, to put up with that sometimes. Like always being busy, pushing through, you know what I mean? Showing initiative. I mean, uh, yeah, no one got to where they were by not fucking working hard. You know, especially all the bands that, that, that put in the work. I mean, working the road gigs, not getting paid anything, or back in the day when bands would do Warp Tour. Like, I don't think they would pay them. Would they pay them for Warp Tour? Yeah, Warp Tour's been yeah. get paid. Okay. I mean, it's not anything, like, yeah. extravagant, but it's enough. Probably enough to, like, get to each gig and whatnot, right? Yeah, you have to go and play. And, like, there's a lot of bands doing that in, like, the under. You know, in the under, there's bands playing, like, three shows per night. To, to get some money nowadays. Fuck. Yeah. And in South America, you, got, you, you have all this um, Latin music, cumbia, all that. They play like four or five uh, clubs per night to make some money. That's how people start to know them, you know? What? That, play like that. That's one thing that I feel like in other places, musicians get paid more often. Like, no. No, no. You don't think so? No, the, that kind of music, but rock. That's what I'm saying. The, the style that we do yeah. is something that you go and you're always putting money. Yeah, It's like that. You're always paying to, to play in all these places. Uh, at least at the beginning. I've never, I don't know, I've never had to necessarily pay to play somewhere. I've had someone offer me something where I had to buy tickets to sell the tickets. Well, yeah. And it's if essentially you, the yeah, same thing. It's, it's like that, but if you don't sell, you have to pay them. Basically, way. yeah. You're paying to play. Exactly. That's that's. I it. mean, we didn't take that. You are, you are the entertainment, so. I don't see... There ha, the, we should find a way to where we could... I mean, I don't know. It just sounds easier said than done, but to like get bands paid. I think what doesn't help is like a lot of the shows that we put on have like... 10 bands on the bill so yeah. even if the show does make money you're still splitting it 10 ways and then those bands are probably splitting it four or five ways each like yeah it doesn't add up so i think what needs to happen is instead of maybe having a 10 band show and everyone does a half hour set have a five band show and everyone does an hour set or something that way whatever money is made is split over less heads you know what i mean because it, it's not I feel like we should be but being honest, paid more often. How many bands do you think that they have like an hour set without like getting boring? You have to you have to provide to people like like a show, like a really good show. Yeah. That is an hour long and it's not boring. 
you know, because you lose the people. You, you need those 30 minutes. When you play 30 minutes, you need those 30 minutes like like a punch, you know. And sometimes you lose them. But an hour is like a lot. You need like a lot of things to do in an hour. You need like, you know. Uh, Shouldn't a solid band be able to put, put Yeah, yeah, the, the, there are solid bands, but it is hard to, to put an hour show. I no, I agree hour. for sure. I mean, it's harder. It's going to be harder yeah. than doing a half hour set, obviously, just because it's double the time. But I think <coughs> for an hour show, you better get paid. <laughs> that, but, that, but that's that, what I'm that's saying. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, another thing, too, is that, like, if you're a band who expects to get paid, you should be able to play an hour long set. Maybe mm. even if it's not all originals. But you know what I'm saying? You should at least be able to pull a cover to out your ass, I think. I don't know. Yeah, I, I always think in covers, but something interesting, you know? No, yeah, for sure. Not playing like the, the exact same song. Like, try to give your, your twist, your style, oh. the style of your band. Mm. Not playing exact the same thing, you know? Because it's, it's, you're not gonna, never going to sound like the original band. And, and sometimes it's... You, the band sounds awesome, you know. They start playing like Pantera or something like that. Say, yeah, and when the guy starts singing, it's like, oh, no. Yeah, it happens. It happens in my mind, you know. It, ha it happened with Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember that video. I, I, I was watching that video online, and the guy said, "If you don't know this song, turn the fuck around and go home." You know? Okay. The bass player was playing like. I have no idea what I'm playing right now. Yeah. It sounds like that. Just open. An open note. I don't know. The, the first 20, 30 seconds of a song, he was playing like nothing. You can uh, so like, listen to that. Uh, uh, so what, what happened? Did people leave? Did people leave? <coughs> hmm? Or did people stay or did people go? No, no. It, it was like a huge festival. Or yeah, something what, like I that thought that you were, were going to tell me they all turned around honestly, and left. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> That's what okay, I thought I'm it was. Everyone's just like, well, I don't know it. Yeah, me either. Well, blame, right. blame of Sinful for the ending of this festival. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> just leaves. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, the, the first time that I, that I saw that band, and it was in Buenos Aires, in, in, uh, not in a show, in a live, in, in online, no? Oh, okay. And... I, I never like it. I, I'm, I'm not. A, I don't like that band. What band? Uh, yeah. Why are we talking about Avenged Sevenfold? Yeah? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Why Everyone hates that little, band. I don't know. I, why. I don't get it. Yeah. Well, I don't hate them, but I don't like them. So. That's fine. But like, why are we? Lou, you brought it up. Why'd you bring up Avenged Sevenfold? <laughs> I forgot, man. Man, you're full of shit. You just brought it up to start shit. Okay, man. Cut that part. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not a big deal. Uh, everyone likes to Oh, yeah, yeah, because we're talking stuff. about vocals during covers. Yeah. And he's, uh, he's terrible. Oh, you're talking about specifically their yeah. walk cover? Yeah, exactly. That's, what, that's, that's why I brought that up. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you biased bitch. Whatever, dude. You like the fucking disturbed uh, Sound of Silence cover? That shit sucks. He's got a good, sucks. Got a good it voice. It sucks. Have you heard yeah. it? Yes. It sucks, right? He sings pretty well, but, 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 I, but, but I don't like it. It's no. why? Everyone loves fit, that song. Right? I, I don't fit. know. He tries to throw his fucking growls on that shit. It's like it does no. Why are you doing? It that? was it was good. It it wasn't the worst, <laughs> but you know. I, I, I'd rather listen to, to that cover over uh, <clears throat> over Vince Sunfold's Walk though. Whatever, dude. No, I wouldn't. Do you want to cry? Is that what it is? Motherfucker. <laughs> 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 so yeah, I'd rather be sad. I, come on, man. Walk is a cool song, bro. I mean, it, it is. Yeah, I mean, it's done to death, though. 
A lot of bands have covered it. You actually, do you know what the most covered song of all time is? Um, let me think. Let me think. I don't know. Maybe I, yeah. I know. <laughs> He's checking. I know what it is. No, I have no idea, man. I have no idea. But maybe some of. If the, you could take a guess to what the most covered song of all time is, what would you say? Um, He's thinking. Stairway to Heaven. Well, that's just a rip-off song. That doesn't count. But uh, no, it's actually Yesterday by the Beatles. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yep. How how yeah, many times true. has it been covered? Does it say? Uh, no. Oh, I, it's I heard impossible. it's like in the 190s or some shit. Like official studio uh, official. recording. That's oh, okay. what I'm saying. Official. Yeah, official like studio releases wow, of man. the cover of Yesterday is like in the 190s or some shit. Like that's that. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, of course, though. Like, once you hear that, you're just like, yeah, you know? I don't even, I don't even care for that song. You're tripping, it's, it's, bro. It's a good song. It's a, it's good, a really song, good song, but I could, song. I could think of better Beatles songs. It's a great song. What's the best Beatles song? The best Beatles song? <laughs> Shit, man, you're putting me on the spot. <laughs> you're putting me on the spot. Um, That's too hard, man. To, Octopus to, Garden. No. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. Fuck off. <laughs> it's definitely Get Back. Mm. Get back is, is good. What's, okay, well, pause. pause, pause. What's I your really, favorite Beatles album? Uh, I don't know their albums. I just downloaded like all the fucking music, and I don't know what's in what. Mm. What about you, Lucha? You're a connoisseur. You're a man of taste. I don't know. There, there's some, Mine I, is I, Rubber Soul. Rub, uh, I was. Going Mine to is say Rubber that. Soul, and to me, it's like I want to say I want to say Norwegian Wood, but like for no one, to me, is amazing. I Sergeant really like Pepper. For no one. Sergeant know. Pepper is, is a dope song, yeah. but I don't. I wouldn't say it's their best. But then they have the classics, bro. Hey Jude, let it be. Let it be. Uh, Yo, like, come on, bro. Bangers, bangers. <laughs> they play them at the club all the time. Them shits fucking spank. It's, a, it, it's they slap. It's, it's Fifty Cent in the club, and then followed by Octopus. Uh, by yeah, by Let It Be, <laughs> followed by Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Mm. You know what I'm saying? No, there's too many of them. But I would say, I don't know. I really like Norwegian Wood and I really like For No One. I'd like uh, Revolver's a great album, too. I really like those trippy songs, you know? Uh, that's what, Norwegian Wood is so yeah. sick. What does he use? Like a mandolin on that shit? What is that? No. I think it's just a guitar, actually. Man, they were using so many tricks to to get sounds. So many when drugs. You have, yeah, to get drugs sounds. also. <laughs> when you have time on the studio and you can experiment a little bit, you can do whatever you want. You, maybe yeah, when you got the money for that shit just to have your own studio and all that and infinite time. You know? Also uh I, I want I want the song with Ralph doing this like <laughs> blowing in a bottle. He's always doing that shit. So he needs to do something like that in a song just to in the studio. In the studio. You think so? Yes. Why? Because yes. <laughs> Because I love when, when he's doing that, I, I always try to match the, the sound. Like, so I'm always fucking around with him like that. Harmonizing just, with the bottle? Just, just to use those things that we do daily when we get together with the guys and, you know, use it to, to give some soul to the band. Something, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, I feel you on But that. maybe you do that and you modify it with a delay, you put some filters and shit, and you get a noise that in some part of the, of the song is gonna fit. No, for sure. I mean, like to put some magical things, like like the Beatles. You you can hear things that you say, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> and the, like the the there. Do you see the um, 
Bohemian Rhapsody, the, the movie? No, nah, I didn't see the movie. No? No. Well, they show they show a couple of things about the studio, like yeah, from the from that era though, right? Yeah, yeah, they they show they fucking around in the, the studio. Analog you know? era. Yeah, you had to do everything with analog things, like like, like coins, like shit, like yeah. That. Oh yeah, that's right. Usually, <laughs> have to, you literally have to bring like coins into the studio and shit. Did you 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 seen uh, the making of Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd? No, I need to see that. You, uh, you you know the song Time, right? They fucking literally just put a bunch of clocks in a room and set them up to go off (laughs) and recorded it. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, man. Shit like that. There wasn't, like, samples and shit like that. No, there wasn't. Nowadays, you go to a website and you get any noise. Clock noise. Yeah, clock noise. They made the samples. They literally, yeah. Yeah. Fuck, man. That's super good. That's some wild shit. And then the way they did the... uh, the cash register n- loop noise yeah. and stuff for, for money. <laughs> yeah, it was like on a loop. And the time signature is so weird. 7-4. Oh, it's such a great album. That, yeah. like, as over like as overplayed and overhyped as it is, I think that is really the best Pink Floyd album. Like, it's so it's so great. I've been checking stuff about a guy from Argentina, you know, Gustavo Cerati. I've know, heard that name. Soda Stereo. Uh-huh. Okay. This guy was like a master using a sample machine and tons of the songs that he was writing and everything he used to take parts of the songs of famous songs from the 80s from i don't know disco and shit like tons of things yeah and do samples and they he put it on his songs like you listen to intros and you can hear like this sound familiar from some song, but it's a different, completely different song. He's not doing like a cover or things like that. He used parts of famous songs as samples for his songs, and that was amazing. Th- there's a video online. I, I'm gonna show you later. That's um, cool. It's it's amazing what he was doing. It, also, just thinking how to use that part, like how modify that that piece of of that song and put it in your own song is like. What the fuck? Well, that's why I, I give a lot of uh, credit to producers and, and a lot of yeah. people who make beats nowadays, especially like someone like Kanye West, dude. Like, like buddy, buddy might say some stupid shit, but like his first couple, like he's he's fucking crazy with the samples, bro. Like his, his shit is is crazy, man. Like he he's used like Aretha Franklin samples and stuff and made like hits off that shit. And it's like making a hit from a hit is like but in a different way like you said like modifying the sound of it you know to fit a new song is definitely crazy like i don't know it de- it takes skill yeah it, it takes, takes time like test like try fail you know try fail try fail till you get to the point also what i think is cool are like uh the the early techno guys uh who didn't use samples they just made shit like daft punk yeah. Yo, that like Daft Punk is amazing, especially their live sets. They rarely do live sets anymore, man. But like nowadays, you know, Steve Aoki and, and those kind of DJs, they just push play and fuck around. Yeah, of you know? course. If you check this new wave era in the eighties, like yeah. the Pitch Mall, like Vincent Clark yeah. from Erasure, Vincent Clark was like a big, big guy doing these things. Like he wrote songs for. The Pitch Mode, Erasure, Yasuo, all these songs that you hear in, from the 80s, he has something to do. And everything was programming with, with a computer, with an IBM or something like that. Yeah. It was super hard to do that. You have to think. Yeah, you have to know how to code, lot. right, basically? Yeah. And 
programming the the, the, uh, the the sounds, the sample modifying the, the keyboards, everything was analog, but some of them they have like a little bit of digital nice in that era. So you see a couple of documentaries and he shows how, how to do it and you say, No, I'm not doing that. You have it, it was he was inventing everything. All all the sounds, everything. So So he wouldn't show people how he did it? He was showing a little bit, but oh. nowadays nowadays you can get a VST, right? Yeah, virtual instrument, and you can do all that. They they have already the, the presets. Yeah, they that's try the to thing. mimic those sounds, and they're really good. But you know, well, that's the thing. It's getting better and better. So it's now it's getting harder and harder yeah. to tell like what was actual. And no, what they was is super simple. You you have like a keyboard, a MIDI keyboard. You plug it into your computer. You download a couple of presets. You go to the contact. You go to the um, the live and you make music and that's it before was harder you know well, I, I don't know it's like a good thing and a bad thing because it's like obviously you're gonna be like the shit is gonna outnumber the good you know because more many more people are gonna be able to output their music yeah. but at the same time it's like you get more you, you you get you discover artists you might never have discovered before also most of the times people use like a sample that is already done or uh, a sound that is already set and they modify a little bit so you don't have your own sound when you listen to a Depeche Mode song or Eurasia song or whatever you, you can hear those uh, sounds and you say oh this is Eurasia this is Depeche you know it's their own identity nowadays everything sounds the same I'm, when I'm at work my coworker used to put like hip hop and all the shit yeah I like hip hop but what he used to listen the, everything sounds the same for me it's like same hits and it doesn't have like that soul you know uh, no I agree I agree there's a lot of a lot of rap music now a days that it, it, it follows a formula mm -hmm. uh, and so a lot of it does sound the same I totally agree uh, that's why like I said you just gotta find that artist that you like you know what I'm saying the, the artists that you connect with and stuff and you find unique in whatever they're in whatever way they're different from the normal uh, I like a lot of artists um, I don't know I, I the, the really only genre that I'm not really I'm not really privy to is like country like country I really I can't I can't get into country for some reason like you know like there's songs that are country-esque that I can dig hmm. but like a full country song like a Keith Urban song or, or maybe maybe Willie Nelson I could get into but Keith Urban is not country that's well, that's like stadium this like stadium like hype music so who's like like who's that um Johnny Cash Dolly Parton nah I can't fuck with Dolly Parton but I like Johnny Cash yeah you know the, I mean but that you know what I'm saying who doesn't like Johnny Cash if you don't like Johnny Cash you're a communist <laughs> yeah, it's, it's un-American to not like Johnny Cash. But I've heard that guy, Gustavo... Uh, Gustavo Cerati. Yeah, I've heard that name. Malik showed me that guy before. Was he in another band or was he always a Soda solo Stereo. artist? And what? Soda Stereo. I never heard of him. Well, go and check them. They're really good. What? Yeah. What's your it, was uh, a, it was a power trio from, from the 80s in Buenos Aires. From Argentina? Argentina? Yes. Damn. And they were huge because they... They got here. They have a MTV unplug and everything. They do. Yeah. Damn. With the, that guy was, I don't know. He, he was amazing. He was one of the best musicians also. To come out like, of Argentina, you saying? Yeah, from Argentina. The thing is that there was like in Argentina was like a lot of um, how you can say uh, censura. 
censorship yeah so most of the music from us from uk it was all banned like pink floyd it, really yeah why who did that the, like who was running the country at the time uh the military and you you, you guys had like a dictatorship yeah, at one point dictatorship yeah. who and uh who was the dictator well we have videla macera oh so in in the 70s i it didn't was, know it was this. all fucked up and then and so they had music bands and yeah. what about books also we we had peron before Who's that peron the guy that let the nazis in oh you remember that i don't no, well, well well dude <laughs> it was a, a long time ago and like i'm bad with names but this is the guy who was juan domingo peron yeah and he's the one who allowed the nazis to to get into yeah well world war ii there's a lot of things going on around this <laughs> i'm sure they they paid him a lot of money maybe yeah and who, who knows but that's the only they reason were that i can see yeah of course but the thing is all this in, in the 70s we, we had this i think maybe we had this culture of music on our own you know all these huge bands because everything were like there wasn't like a lot of music coming in from outside so yeah. we started doing our own thing and some of them they have access to the music from outside and they're starting copying a little bit because if you check some songs from bands like Virus, like Soda Stereo, they sound a little bit like 80s music, you know, from US, from UK, like and New Wave, no one mix it with rock. It. Yeah, so they are huge in South America, the same, you know. Man, what a fucking cheat! But they they gave the the. Um, it sounds like such a nice shortcut. Our identity to that. Yeah, our yeah, stories or shit, you know. So. But I, may, that's maybe that's why South America has such a great music culture. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's a uh, uh, rock in Rio, and I think there's a there's a big Argentina festival, isn't there? Yeah, you have. Well, there's a lot right now. You have they do the Quilmes Rock, they do the um, uh, Lola Palusa, all the shit. They do that yeah. down there. Yeah. Oh also, wow! Okay. Yeah. I thought that was an American thing. No, no, they they do that. They do it all around the world now. Mm. They have a couple. Who the fuck would know? They they have um, Cosquín Rock. Oh. Now. Okay. Did you ever go to any festival down in Argentina when you lived Yeah, there? I went to the Quilmes Rock. Fuck, how's that? Going to uh, a festival was cool. in another country? It was the first time that corn was playing there. Oh, and shit. there's a lot of people loving corn. Yeah. So that play it was playing uh, Black Label Society, corn, oh. and Ozzy Osbourne. That's a fucking lineup right there. So, so <coughs> was Zach Wilde play with Black, with, uh, Black, Black Label, Label Society and Ozzy Osbourne? Then with Ozzy Osbourne. That's yeah. cool as fuck. He played like two long sets. Fuck, probably like he two like, hours like sets or some shit. Twelve, fifteen minutes solo. In each set, and and with Aussie. Yeah, he he does that. I've yeah, seen, I've seen him live. He loves to play like. Did you guys go to that fucking guitar thing that came down here a couple, maybe like a month or two ago? Oh, the excision, some shit like that. No, no, it's uh. Guitar gods or yeah, something like yeah, that. some shit like that. It was Ingui, it was uh, yeah, Satriani. Yeah. Vince went to that. Have you guys ever been I don't know. I, I can't. I can't go the to guitars. Those. I love guitars. I love guitars, but not like 30 minute solos. Like, come <laughs> on, I know you play super good, but it gets boring for, for me. At least for me, there's people that loves that and loves the, the solos with delay and all the shit. Generation X. Generation X. But, but it's not for me. Not for me. But what what if it was like generation base? <laughs> no, no, no. Still, no, no. I'm no. Still, I'm you're not into the thirty minute solos. No. Who's your favorite bassist? 
nowadays, I don't know. Yeah, nowadays, I, I, I don't know. I get of a, all time, I, I get a little bit from each one. Whose yeah. dick would you suck? Mm, I, n- that's listen. a different question. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, all right. Well, let's narrow it down. Who's like your favorite metal bassist? Metal bassist, or maybe the one you've taken the, the most influence from, or or just inspired you the most. Well, I mean, that's what you play really mostly is metal now, right? Both the bands you're in are metal. Yeah, I. The thing is, when I started playing bass, I was listening a lot to chili peppers, new metal, chili peppers, like um, corn system, you know, all oh, that yeah. Slipknot. And the the one that I really liked was Fieldy from Corn. But the thing is, he's not like super good. You know, <laughs> he's more. <laughs> he has, he has this. The, the good thing that he has oh, is shit. this, this new. What you taking shots? Yeah, why not? Right. I really like the sound. It was like a twist in, in, in that that percussive sound. You know, low end highs and ching ching ching. Yeah, it's for that band. You know, yeah, there's a fits. lot of band copying that right now. You know, I, I I used to do that also because it gives some percussive things to to the drums when you're playing toms. You know, yeah, yeah. We do that in, in the passage. We do that in uh, the witch a little bit. Yeah. You know, because it gives more percussive per- percussion. You know, but this guy playing like soloing or things like that, he's not good. He's not fast with the fingers. He's not doing solfeos or things like that. The scales nothing but he has group and the things that he uh, writes for the band they, they fit properly so it's okay it's a good basis for that style so you know? he's kind of the guy that you've listened to the most because no 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 not really i, I listen to metal. japanese bands too oh, okay. you know i know you like extra pan extra pan didn't gray didn't gray i, I love the, the sound all this it's very what, heavy. What, what they do with the sound it's not just the, the heaviness it's about the how they set everything it's kind of it, system of a downish to me mm, no like, i don't know no because like, they have like a lot of changes in the songs they you can hear everything separate if you want you know they're, it's great yeah no mm-hmm. i think they're awesome that's why the, one of my dreams i've been telling them is to go and learn engineering sound engineering in, in japan because i, I love there? what what they do with music i really like what they do here in us you have really good um, producers but you know they it takes like well every stuff. country i think ha- has like a different sound the way yeah, they but make most the of the bands different. from japan that i heard you could tell they're they from are, japan they are super good yeah i love the the sound and the style that they have it's just a thing that i like are That's you it. are you into anime no oh, okay. no no not really no no um, no, like a lot of dra- Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, maybe I, I watch movies like My Neighbor Totoro, yeah. the, the Moving Castle, and shit like that. You know, but I'm not into anime. Like watching like a lot. Yeah, well, the only reason I ask because that's usually how a lot of people get into Japanese rock and stuff like that. So how did you even stumble upon specifically Japanese like music? Because I have friends in in Buenos Aires that are from Japan. Well, that's how I found out about X Japan. Yeah, the um, the singer of the band that I was playing there, it was from uh, half Argentinian, half Japanese. Oh, okay. That's why she she loves Dear and Gray, oh. the old Dear and Gray, the the visual key, the oh, visual okay, key. Okay. Um, my friend told me I'm playing in this band. You want to play bass? Listen to this. Yeah. Oh. And okay. I said, oh, 
The, the first time that I listened to them, it was what, like... What, did he give you like a mixed CD? This, uh, yeah, he gave me like a couple of songs <laughs> of the band. And I said, I was into core and all that shit. And this guy play, was playing with Pick. Yeah. So I had to switch to Pick because it was that that style. Four string, Pick, Papa, super fast, drop D, standard tuning. Then they went heavier, like drop C, A. Now I don't know what they're playing, but it's super heavy. They're still around? Didn't great, yeah. No, oh, I thought no, you meant the band right. you were in. No, no, the band that I was in, uh, we went to Drop C. Ah, okay, okay. The heaviest, because, you know, we were playing different Japanese songs. We used to play in conventions like Supercom, things like that, but in Buenos Aires. That's cool as shit. Yeah. In you guys got big crowds people. doing that? Yeah. Yeah, like, that's I don't know. Cool. That, that time that we played in uh, Comic Con 2007, it was, we had at least like 300 people in there. Holy shit. It was like, I was scared as fuck. Really? I was super sick. I, we went there at 8 a.m. Uh-huh. I was with fever and everything, and we played at 8 in the, in the night. So 12 hours? 12 hours there, dying. Fuck. And then when I, when I started sweating and everything, I felt way better. So it looks like when you have fever, you have to exercise a little bit. Uh, it looks like works. <laughs> well, this is what I heard. I heard that like there's a very, very common misconception. Like everyone know when when you get a fever, what they tell you is oh, bundle up, you know, sweat it out. Mm-hmm. But apparently, that's like how you uh, how you get a heat stroke. Like mm-hmm. literally, your body temperature is too hot. Yeah. Why would you make yourself hotter? It may it re- if you think about it, it makes no sense. Yeah. So what you're supposed to do when you have a fever is like take ice baths and, and like take cold showers and stuff and like try and cool yeah, your yeah. body temperature down. So it's funny the the when misconception it, of high. all time. When it is yeah, when you're like in the hunt like 101, 102, like yeah, don't bundle up. What's that? It's like 38 Celsius. I don't know. 39? But I know. Put it this way. <laughs> I'm always confused, man. Um, reg- like normal body temperature it should be like uh, I think 96 or 98 yeah sometimes so I'm if you're 95. at 101 102 like one time I had a fear that was 103 I was literally like hallucinating like I, I felt dizzy mm-hmm. if it was I, ha- I had a room on the second floor getting down the stairs to like tell my mom that like I needed to go to like the hospital or something or to the doctor like mm-hmm. I almost fell dude like having a fever that high is, is crazy you ever have a fever like that yeah it, it's not fun. It's, how I, bad I was yours that day? Uh, pneumonia. No? Oh, fuck. Yeah, How'd once. you get pneumonia? I don't know. Did, did you play in the rain or some shit? No, no, no. Um, I got it on my birthday also. Yeah. <laughs> I went to... Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Yeah, you have pneumonia. My, I have a friend that he is, has the same birthday, and we went to to the middle of nowhere where he lives in... in in Buenos Aires, in the Grand Buenos Aires, and he was sick, but he don't takes anything. He he let it go through. And He's an it. anti-vaxxer. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But that night, uh, I was super cold that night, and then the the other day, I wanted to to go to to school, and I was shaking, man. I was shaking, and and told my mom, I, I don't feeling well. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay home. I fell in the bed, shaking, and that was pneumonia. But my mom gave me antibiotics like right away. She knew because yeah, yeah. When you are like that, you're already fucked up. So uh, he went to the pharmacy. He got me the antibiotics like like that because in Buenos Aires you can go and give me antibiotics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They just sell it to you. Yeah, it's like that, and that that, that saved me because at the other day the, the doctor came home. And 
I, I had pneumonia. They, they're the doctors. They, they hit your back and they hear like, and they say, oh yes, it's pneumonia. How the fuck? Like no, hear the ghosts or some shit. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> So it's super simple. You don't have to go to the hospital and tap the back. Yep, yeah, you got yeah. it. Here's they, some pills. They tap. Pop, pop, pop. Okay, no, it's okay. The, the worst is gone. So you need to rest. Man, I, I was feeling that I was choking with my lungs or something like that. The, the hurt. The is it that you get liquid in your lungs or? Yeah, a little bit, and you're like coughing like like a lot and. Super bad. Your, your throat is starts. Oh, they out of there. It hurts. Yeah. Did you, you ever like cough up blood? No, no, not I, that bad. Dude, I had coughed. I've coughed up blood a couple times, dude. But it, I was hallucinating almost. So that's crazy. I was in bed. I had to change like three times or two times per day, the the sheets and everything because sweating. Yeah, sweating super bad. Dude, I feel you on that. But yeah, that I've never had pneumonia. I've just had a bad fever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've actually one of the things I've always wanted to do is. Uh, like have a lucid dream mm-hmm. you ever try and do that do you know what that is no no it's like a like a dream where you know you're dreaming so you kind of like supposedly you can control what happens a little in bit the dream yeah and stuff. yeah no yeah i've no. never i've never had that i always thought it was crazy like uh so apparently there's ways you could trigger it like there there's certain caps you could buy that like when it senses that your eyes go into REM sleep, you mm-hmm. know, like rapid eye movement, yeah, that it flashes a light, and you're supposed to, because you're all, apparently you dream every night, you just don't always yeah, remember. You, you don't remember, yeah. But once you go into REM, it flashes like these red lights, and and once you see those red lights, you know, like oh, I'm dreaming. So, though, but those masks are like kind of expensive. So, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't you don't need all that to trigger that. No, I know. There's a method where no. you're just supposed to lay lay still yeah. for like as basically like just lay still. And I tried that, and, like, I got, like, probably, like, 20 minutes in, and I felt it, like, start working. Like, I felt myself going into sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. So I felt, like, this weight on my chest, and, like, I couldn't move, like, my, my hands or anything. I was like, oh, the shit, The first time go. that that happens, man, it's, like, scary as shit. That's the thing, dude. It's, like, I, I felt that shit, and, like, I had, like, an out-of-body experience. Like, I saw myself, like, sleeping there, and then, I don't know, I just, I guess I tripped the fuck out, and I fell back into my body, and I woke up, and I, I didn't get to lucid dream, and I was super disappointed. <laughs> But, like, I got to sleep paralysis. That's the deepest I've ever gotten. Yeah, that's good, man. You and gotta, it you gotta tripped me going. the fuck out. <laughs> you got to keep going. Oh, man. I, I've never been able to replicate it since. I always get distracted or I'll start shaking my leg and be like, fuck, I'm supposed to not be moving. God damn it. Now I got to restart. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's the only way that I know. Are there any other ways you know? Well, I, I do it, like, once a month. Because it, it, okay. takes, it takes work. Apparently, this motherfucker mm-hmm. reaches Nirvana or some shit. Yeah, bro. How? Well, the, the way I do it is I set um I go to sleep like regular time like ten eleven o'clock, and if you set um an alarm for like three o'clock in the morning or so, mm-hmm. you can you wake up and then when you wake up you're gonna be you're still gonna be in like some sort of REM, so you can wake up turn off the alarm and then lay down and then just try to keep your mind awake and your body still until you go into into sleep paralysis. And then what? What happens then? You then you just start imagining shit. I mean, it's but not, you start it's not, seeing shit in your room. That sounds scary. No, 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 no. It's like it, like you know, you know when you get like really high and li- you listen to Pink Floyd. Yeah, it's that kind of same feeling where you like see things happening, but it's not. It's not like you're gonna go to the studio and be like, "Oh, hi, how are you?" And like you know, it's not like that. I thought that's what it was like. I thought you were in a dream. And you're just like, "I'm gonna fly here." And you just you just start flying and shit. Yeah, it's it's not a hundred percent like that. At least Damn. I, at least I've never had a hundred percent like that. I heard that's what it's like. I heard you you're in another because I've had dreams where I remember them so vividly, and I like and I know you guys have had dreams like that. 
where you're like you you know like this is some shit like i had a whole dream where i was like a cop and like my uh, my 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 uh uh my partner my officer partner was beyonce and we're like <laughs> dude i was like seven dude so it's like seven year old wow. me driving beyonce's riding shotgun she was still in destiny's child no no no, no. <laughs> she she had just come out with her solo shit fresh out of destiny's child and shit and like because uh, it, it, it was uh, one of my favorite movies was uh, austin powers and gold member she was in that shit and so yeah. i don't know bro I, I had this crazy dream where I was like shooting. We were in like a high speed chase and shit. But I remember vividly that dream, and I feel like that's what a lucid dream would be like. But you actually control what's happening because to me, it's like I'm watching a movie versus like where you're controlling it and you're aware that it's a dream, you know? Or like when you when you when you uh, when as a kid when you pee the bed, you like you have a dream where you're going to the bathroom and you're just like, oh, oh I'm just supposed to be peeing, right? And then you That's wake bad. up like, wait a second. No. Oh, 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 oh. oh, no. You've never had that? No, no. That's that's always, every time that I piss in bed as a kid, that's what it was. Like, I had a dream where I literally got up out of bed, walked to the bathroom, and I'm staring at the toilet, and I'm peeing. And then I'm like, but, like, my mind is telling me, like, don't pee right now. Don't pee right now. I'm like, but I'm looking at the toilet. And then I open my eyes, and I'm in bed, and <laughs> it's too late at that point. Oh, man, it was the that's worst. Funny. I want to know how to make the dreams come back, like to dream the same thing. It happened to me that I dreamt like three times the same thing in different years, and I've been changing the 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 way that the dreams goes. Like you know, if I'm dying in one, and the other one I survive, and then I do another thing, and it goes that's cool. farther and farther. I don't know. That's, I've been that's doing weird, that, man. That's that's something completely different. I've been doing that, that's and cool. I don't know. When I, they come back, I say, oh. I've dreamed this before, and what, what creeps me out is deja vu. Deja vu is creepy. Maybe it's I've never had a reoccurring things, dream, though. I don't think. Um, another thing, though, with uh, with dreams that is kind of sketch is like how some of them have meanings and stuff. Like if you have, yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. like, no, but that, it's like a very universal thing, though. Like dreams, like why do why does everyone or, or why do a lot of people have dreams about their teeth falling out or falling off a building or something like that? I don't know. Maybe, maybe. that's what they I'm saying. Have, maybe that's just something that's easier for humans to like do in their dreams as opposed to actually meaning anything. No, I think it means something. I that that I do because like your brain has to let off steam in certain ways and like if you're holding shit in like that shit has a toll on you like it has an effect that i think that's like that's like fact right like the, if you like there's certain things that like weigh on you and so i think that's the way that your brain expresses certain shit so like it the fact that it expresses itself in the same way throughout so many people kind of it's kind of to me that kind of shows that it has meaning i don't know yeah, it happens. I the, think the brain needs to, needs to build something to keep working in the night. Yeah, that's true. So it's making like a whole different reality with things that happened before, the people that, that you saw on the street and you don't even remember them. But, you They're know, it dream. happens. Yeah, like I've had dreams of like where I see people that I've never... I've never met. You know what I mean? Like I see complete strangers. Yeah. It's like, where did I generate this face? You know what I mean? And it has to be something that your brain held. like Everything is tasting here at some point. It's crazy. But the, I feel like uh, what I was... Man, I, I lost my train of thought, but I was going to say... I think 
I, it was easier to remember your dreams as a kid because you didn't have as much stuff going on. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Yeah, you know, you it's have, possible. So, like, you wake up in the morning, you just have time to lay in bed. Now you wake up, oh, fuck, I gotta go to work, I gotta get ready, I gotta, you know what I'm saying? Or, La cartulina. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You're not, you can't, uh, unless you have a day off or something, you can't just wake yeah. up and lay there and think about what you dreamt about. Uh, but I heard that people who uh, who smoke weed or stuff like that, when, when they stop smoking weed, after a couple of days, they start having very vivid dreams. Um, I, I wouldn't know. That might just be like a, a lack of the chemical that whatever which is one cool, does to your brain. And then they just like, oh, we kind of need it. So here's some more. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I, like maybe it's pumping it's in like what everything you're missing is a out on. Chemical reaction. Yeah. Like, like the whole life is, is like that. You know, you get spiritual and all that shit, but there's something triggering that for yeah. me at least I, I think that science homeboy yeah it's like that yeah you know something is going on there and I need to find the answer like <laughs> yeah. I, the thing that I was researching about the, the, the guys the um, the Nazis the, they went to Buenos Aires yeah is this guy um, Mengel it was um, Mengel it was the name this, there was he was named the the nickname or you know angel of death that's what uh, the angel of death that's what oh that that's song. what that song by slayer is about right that guy went to argentina that guy went to argentina he didn't die in there wow the thing is when when the war was over all these guys they need to disappear from yeah. from europe so funny thing uh the the religious people and the red cross cross helped them they got them the, 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 the foundation they got them the passports with fake names so they can travel wow so he went to buenos aires he lived there for a couple years you know a, couple, a bunch of years he met also with peron i don't he, know who the fuck that is who's domingo peron, peron the oh the, 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 dictator. the dictator yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yes and this guy he keep researching in there supposedly about because what Peron said in one interview is this guy came came to the Quinta in Olivos the Quinta yeah. is the place that you know you have a house and it's a presidential house yeah. that they have and he was a genetic doctor or something like that and he had in his farm all the cows they have twins they give him they were giving birth twins so he moved from Argentina to Paraguay because one guy from there was paying him like tons of money to do that to the to the how you call it ganado in there like to the cows to yeah to to have th twins. Mm -hmm. Oh, so like That's genetically what? mutating cows? Yeah, that is what he was doing in in Germany. He was trying to make like a like a better race you know the superior race so, yeah something like that yeah. and he wanted to each time that a german soldier had a kid or something they have more kids not just one so that they could experiment on them or yeah shit? so they oh. started experimenting in people that's fucked up but yeah, they use a lot of the holocaust victims for that right of course yeah <laughs> a lot of people so he was the guy saying okay these people uh, they they can work these guys to the showers yeah that's fucked so, and so he, they let that guy that guy got to speak to the dictator of Argentina and like work yeah, a deal he, out yeah he, he was visiting him you know they, they went to Buenos Aires because the dictatorship in there he was like 
how, how you call it like uh, facho when you say facho uh, fascist you know yeah, yeah fascist yeah so they went there because they were in their sauce they, they, yeah. they were both fascists together yeah so these guys went to Buenos Aires already with contacts because none of them went to a motel or things like that they already have they got jobs and then Perón released like um like a law that says that all the people that came to Argentina illegally with a fake name they can come back to the original name with no problem and, and he, he, he watched his law. hand saying okay all the Jew people in here is gonna be benefited by that but nobody went to to the country with a fake name from from that's Jewish right? Jewish people yeah. yeah only Germans only Germans so you know so this guy went to Paraguay and then he moved to Brazil because he knew that Germany was trying to send him back extradite him extradite him yeah to try and like put him put take him to yeah, court so he moved to Paraguay and then he moved to Brazil where he died of a stroke swimming in the beach yeah what a piece of shit you know you know about the whole story about uh how Hitler escaped to Argentina after the war they said I was gonna ask you if you yeah. think he died there in Germany no or no not. no he's um you know how they have that 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 law that after X amount of years, uh, classified limitation, classic mm. classified uh, things have to be released to the public. Oh no, yeah, that's different. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Though, yeah, yeah, like last year, this this happened last year. Of uh, um, like there was a CIA document that got uh, like take made public knowledge. Made, made public knowledge that shows like a guy working for the CIA in Argentina, like in 1955. Like uh, he spotted somebody that appears to be Hitler like and um there, there was like like Russian U-boats and stuff off the shore and like all this fucking bullshit and I don't know it's, it's, it's not like a for sure thing but it's like if it's a fucking CIA document of a guy a contact being like hey I think Hitler is over here what the hell is going on and then with like the inconsistencies of his suicide and all that shit yeah how that body was never exhumed out of Russia and right so it's like it's a big probability especially with a guy with that much power you think he was just gonna let blow his brains out no 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 I honestly think that he made most of the Sherman um, guys that were in the SS and they were um, with war crimes uh, they went to Argentina they already had jobs set up from, for them most in, in Bariloche Bariloche is, is a place with full of Sherman people <laughs> <laughs> it makes you know? no sense. And no one questions it anymore? Also, the, the thing is, it's like this. It, at that time, uh, Bariloche was a town with 8,000 people living in there. And they had no idea about all this news, about the war. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. So they have German people living in there. They made their, their own town, school, you know. And when they realized in the 90s, the one of, uh, what was the name of this guy? Uh, Pil- Pilgrim? Let me check. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Look. Can uh, I get a uh, water, so, Lou? So this guy... It's in the freezer. People realized that this guy was a war criminal. Uh, like a... Well, after the fact? Like after he was already in, in, in the Argentina? Yeah, yeah, in the 90s. And oh, he wow. was living in there. He was part of a community. So did like he have a, to run away? Like a respectable guy, you know, in the community. He uh, was part of the... Germ- Germanic and Argentinian culture, se- culture center in there. Wow. 
They so like he was literally the, like a pillar of the community and shit. Yes. Everyone loved the guy and shit. Yeah. And they were the people there were defending him. Even though they found out he was a war criminal? Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. And this guy was a guy that killed like 300 people in Italy. Like they... Under, uh, under, what's his name? It was, it was, um, ah. it was a revenge from, from Hitler because in a kind of, um, who, who's the Italian dictator? What the fuck was his name? Mussolini. Mussolini. That was his name. I was going to say something stupid. So they killed like 22 German soldiers. So Hitler say, okay, for each German soldier dead, I want like 10, 20 Italians or civilians dead. So this guy went and he did it. So then, then they captured him, but he escaped. They released him because he... Uh, the was Italians let him go? Yeah, b b by accident. Oh wow! So he How? went. Uh, he escaped because they thought he was um, like a regular uh, soldier. And they just like let that. him go. Yeah. Oh, wow. So he he went to Oops. to the Red Cross again. They and gave, they sent him to fucking. They gave him the the passport as an Italian uh, citizen. Yeah. And wow. He went to. And he went to Argentina. Yeah, with a fake name also. Some Italian Mario. So the the. the the CIA files that were declassified, they had a picture of the people that they thought it was Hitler. You tell me, does that look like Hitler to you? This was taken in 1955. He's the one on the right? Yeah. And the, that definitely looks like Hitler to me. Holy shit. Yeah, right? look at that, Lucha. Wow. No, that's oh, crazy. Oh, man. <laughs> that was in Argentina? Where, that, where, was, where? that was in Colombia in 1955. In Colombia. Who is that guy next to him? Uh, probably another Nazi dude. Um, according that 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 does look exactly like him. Like guys like Rushman, you know. Yeah, they, they all fake names. Too. Like at the, the back of the photograph supposedly says Adolf Schitzler Major. And it what's this fucking other guy's name? If you can't pronounce it, then fuck it. Yeah, I can't some German shit. shit. What yeah. did you say, Lucha? Erich Pripke. Who the fuck is that? Is the guy. The, the guy that we were just the, talking about? The Pripke was a captain of the SS. The, the Waffen? Right hand of Herbert Kep Kepler. It was a chief of the SS police, the secret police. Yeah. So this guy killed like 335 uh, civils, uh, civil civilians. Civilians, yeah. Wow. All in one Italian. day? Yeah. And the Fossas... Adriatinas in Italy. That's awful. Yeah. It's, everything is fucked up. And also, the the church and the Red Cross, they protect these guys. So, you know, fuck the Red Cross. Yeah, you know the, you know the Catholic Church is like the biggest mafia in the fucking world. Mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely know it's corrupt. How is it a mafia? Yeah, of course. Yeah. They make people disappear and shit. Do they? Yeah. Like us, if we don't stop talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> You know, well, but like we, we we know certain like certain people. There's been yeah. cases proven, or is this just speculation? Speculation. But I mean, I know about the pedophile ring shit, but yeah, yeah, making but people go away is things. different. Yeah. Who does it? Are they like murdering priests or, or what? No, they send another. Does people. the Pope show up himself? <laughs> you know what I mean? Can you imagine Pope Francis strangling you to death? Is, is, it was, isn't there wasn't there another one of the popes like a Nazi? Was was he? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, oh, the last one. Yeah, the last one was a Nazi, right? He's uh, a Nazi. What? 
They say that he he was part of the. That guy did have a weird looking face. Yeah, I didn't. They, I didn't trust they have his pictures face. of him with the with the SS. Uh, Pope Benedict the XVI, whatever that means. Yeah, XVI sixteen. But he was super young at that time, you know. Still. So no, I'm not trying to. <laughs> Man, yeah, no, that guy had a. He always had a weird face to me. I like the new Pope, but granted, the whole Pope thing is a fucking sham yeah. anyway. But you the know new what? Pope is Argentinian. Is it Argentine? I understand that. Yeah. That doesn't matter. The whole Catholicism thing it's is kind of fucked up. up. Yeah, yeah, I don't believe that shit. They literally are like, oh, yeah, we need to help the poor, even though we have a city that's, like, made of... Gold. <laughs> and the fucking chair. I mean, the, the new pope is kind of... Yeah, he's chill. Kinda, he's, 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 he's yeah, I don't want that expensive back. car. Yeah. Right, he right. Sold but the, well, every other pope <laughs> before him was like, yeah, I have a giant throne. I have the fucking yeah. Pope Mobile bulletproof glass. This guy, this, this guy is trying to change that. He's trying to bring people back to the church because everyone is like leaving. I, lo I love this article. It says when he was elected Pope, a lot of alarms, alarm bells went off in the Jewish community. <laughs> Why is that? Because he's a fucking Nazi. Oh, ooh. Did he ever do anything? What what kind of power does the Pope have, really? Pretty much like much. everything, he could probably do anything. To be honest with well, you, well, the Vatican, like Vatican City, that's like it's its own state. Yeah. So he's Within kind of Italy. a president or shit like that. No, I don't know. Can we look into that? I don't know what the Pope does. He was in a. Um, this guy was a part of the Hitler Youth. As uh, he was an Italian, right? From 1939 to 1958. Oh no, never mind. That's something else. Never mind. But he was uh, part of the Hitler Youth. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I was very disenchanted from religion at like at like fourteen or fifteen, and I was never Catholic. I was a Christian. Yeah, but even then, uh, same shit. Minor differences. I feel like Catholics kind of take it more seriously. I went to, go to Catholic church, school, they have man. Weird, you know, they they got the blessed water and shit. Like Christians don't do any of that fuck shit. I don't right, know. Right, what was I gonna look up? Uh, uh, what power the Pope has? <laughs> but uh, you went to Catholic fun. school, dude. Yeah. Did they hit you? No. No, you I never acted up, huh? <laughs> no, 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 no. I did too, man. That show was boring as fuck. Really? I've never. Thank God, I didn't have to do. Good that thing shit. you have all catechesis, so they make you go to church in the middle of a day, like you have two hours doing nothing, just. At church? Yeah. Fuck that. I was I was a singer in there also. <laughs> I was singing in the choir in the yeah, church choir in the choir having their little their little yeah singing. I, for I Jesus. hate that you, you had to sing, you had to sing because there's no way to to avoid it. Yeah. Bas basically, fun, it's called uh, papal supremacy. Uh huh. Is the doctrine of the Roman Catholic Church that the Pope, by reason of his office as Visor of Christ and as the visible foundation of source of unity, as a pastor of the entire Christian Church, has full supreme and universal power over the whole Church, a power power which he can exercise unhindered. Un unhindered. What that it believe that the Pope en enjoys by divine institution supreme full immediate and universal power in the care of souls. So the basically, he can do he souls. can do whatever he wants. Okay, that is some weird shit. Imagine the Pope That's going nuts. That's very strange language. That sounds like some comic book shit. You know what I mean? Like the guy going nuts and saying Christ is coming in this day next year. Oh yeah, oh, so, so many, many people have that. One hundred percent. Yeah, everyone is gonna gosh. <laughs> You you know about this guy, um, Jim Baker? He's uh, he's <laughs> he's this fucking like pastor mm -hmm. who does like these uh, 
these uh, infomercials for like end of the world, like Christ is coming, you need to be prepared yeah. shit. And he sells people like buckets of food that has like 25 year shelf life and shit. And he's the most ridiculous fucking person, dude. He's that guy just saying outlandish shit. Wow. God is coming. You need these buckets. And uh, these buckets of food are going to keep you alive during the Armageddon. And during the, uh, what is it? What is that thing they call the rapture? During the rapture, you're going to be safe. You're going to have food. And then they sell them toilet seats for the buckets. Because after you finish eating, you're going to need to use the bathroom. There's not going to be any running water during the rapture. Wow. So buy our toilet seat He's buckets. He's prepared, man. He's prepared. Dude, it's crazy. You should look this guy yeah, up, dude. Think about Con it. Con artist. It's a powerful God. So nothing has to happen to you if you were good. Hey, man. What's if going I die, on? I die. <laughs> Whatever, man. If I'm going to hell, might as well get the high score, right? <laughs> Let's fight demons in the middle of the earth, like, like this movie. Yeah, I don't know. I I wouldn't be opposed to going to hell. You know? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this is awful. Well, that's it. I'm there now. Like, if I, if I wasn't there already, that just definitely. Said, oh, like God's going to be super petty. Like, oh, you wouldn't mind, huh? All right. Okay. It's going to come on to the gate, boss. Did yeah. you see the the good place? Huh? The, this uh, oh the no. show with the good place. That's a yeah. that's a that's a good show. No, I never seen that. Don't watch is it. That, is that like a new show? Yeah. No, it has like a, a year. Yeah. No, see that's what I'm saying. I don't watch TV. No, no, no. It's on Netflix. You can watch it. They have like two seasons. I do it? watch Netflix. It, it was good. I started watching and I said, "What the fuck is this?" And then <laughs> it was super good. You have those. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I can't. I. I, I To get invested in a show is kind of hard for me. It has to be like amazing. This just ain't JC's afraid of commitment. Not, not, <laughs> not, 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 not that way. Not accurate. <laughs> no, but just well, you know, he has been doing this for 52 episodes, so that's pretty commitment. committed. That's committed, goddammit. Yeah. You know, everybody gets one. <laughs> I can't argue. But not like you know you're spoiled with shows like Breaking Bad and and you know Game of Thrones and shit like that. Like a regular TV show is just like man. Like people try to tell me to watch Flash. Why? Yeah, exactly. That's what the fuck I tell them. Like, no, I don't have time to watch a CW superhero show. Bro. You want to see something like fucked up, uh, something strange, something kind of. Yeah. Did you guys watch Bird Box? No. Was that a big fucking deal or? That movie yeah. sucked. Yeah. I, I watched the the whole uh, Russian doll. Russian doll. I've never, never heard of that. It was good. I like it. It's kind of uh, what's uh, the name of this movie that the guy dies every day? A Groundhog Day. Yeah, that one. I haven't seen that. It's kind of with that. Bill Murray, bro. I, I've I've uh, seen it like that is like a classic playing on TV and like uh, as a kid and I was like I never saw that shit. movie in English. I always in Spanish. I, a lot of the, like childhood Disney <laughs> movies I used to watch. Uh, I would watch in Spanish first, like Mulan, Hercules. I saw all those movies in Spanish. Yeah. Lion King. They're funnier in Spanish to me, bro. Yeah, they're funny. Like, Mushu was way funnier to me in Spanish than he was Disney, in Disney. It's Chris Rock, though. They, they made It's a, fucking <laughs> Eddie Murphy, bro. Is it? God damn it, Lou. <laughs> Get your shit straight. Mushu, it's Eddie Murphy in English. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, not Chris Rock, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I always get him confused. Yeah. How? The two funny black guys. All right. The only reason I don't throw <laughs> Kevin Hart is in there because he's short. He's short. Yeah, that's his gimmick. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, for some reason, I always thought it was funnier in Spanish. I'm really glad that my mom sent me to DR and shit, dude, because if I didn't know Spanish, man, like, I feel like I would be way behind, you know? Mm. 
Because know. you can't I live in South, here. Yeah, you can't live in South Florida and not speak Spanish. That's what I'm no. saying. So I, I lucked out in that regard. How long have we been going, Lou? But, One, 107. Oh, shit. That's Years. Wild. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's wrap this bitch up. Let's do some plugs, man. Do you have any uh, shows coming up or anything you want to talk about, Lucha? I mean, both of y'all. Basically, well, you're in the same not, band. Not right now. We had this great show. Um, we had Chris Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday, oh, Wednesday already passed, bitch. Yeah, it was. We, we had this awesome show at Dive Bar, guys. You should have yeah. been there. It was a great show on the. Uh, yeah, if you didn't show up, you're dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> you're dead to Lou. Lou. Lou's views do not express my views. But yeah, I mean, I, y'all have a single. It's called The Passage. The Passage. Definitely you, check that shit out. We have Instagram. We have Facebook. We have Photolog. We have everything, man. Yeah, five, 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 uh, <laughs> high five. News, yeah, news all to me. Friendster, MySpace. Make sure you guys look up Ears One on uh, LinkedIn. You can follow us on ICQ. <laughs> now you're just making shit up. Habo, Habo Hotel. <laughs> uh, we're on uh, Club Penguin. They shut that down. Uh, look up Ears One on Toontown. We're, we're, we're on, on Second there. Life. Second, you got me. I don't know what the fuck Second Life is. Se- VR no. Chat. Look up Ears One in VR Chat. No, I'm kidding. Uh, as far as you know, is concerned, we dropped an EP December. It's called a minor setback. You should have heard it already. It's a dope ass EP. We have a recorder solo and that motherfucker on the closing track. Tell me who else has a recording solo out here? A recorder solo? Who? Who? A who? Who? Who has a recorder solo what out here? What the fuck bro? is a recorder, bro? You know what a recorder <laughs> is, dude. Hot cards, hot cards, buns, man. No one else is doing that shit. Tell you what. <laughs> Please, is, is your recorder solo hot cross buns at the end? I thought you heard the EP. No, well, yeah, but what? You think I'm gonna like dissect it? No. But how many? How? Who else is doing a recorder solo, dude? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, how does that not stick out? A fucking record. Anyway, we have a recorder on that shit. No one else is doing. We got cellos. We got a mandolin. Like, we're 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 we're, we're elevating the game out here. Check that out. It's on Spotify. It's on YouTube. Uh, Facebook. You can follow us. The Throne Podcast. Instagram. The Throne Podcast with underscores. And if you want to sponsor me, you can email me at thethronejc at gmail.com. Let me know. Your thoughts, comments, SoundCloud, everywhere, iTunes, we're on there. Shout out to Lou for running the sound. Uh, and that's it. Wrap us up. That's it. Fade us out. It's over. <coughs> Thank you, Lucha. Love you guys.